Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tonight, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, tonight at 9, 8 central on CBS. Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. <laughs> no, my watch is broken, too. With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. I stole all my lines. Look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 central on CBS. Sports Radio FNC, 9 o'clock. We made it. We made it to hour four on the Mac Attack on FNZ. Sports Radio FNZ, Mac and Bone, hanging out with you. Uh, getting ready to talk with Kenny the Jet Smith. Kenny the Jet Smith. Thank you, Kevin Harlan. He was on the set last night, Bone. These guys were cracking me up last night uh, as the Mavs beat the Clippers. So we have a two seed that's lost a game in the Clips. Tonight, we'll see if Lakers and Bucks, the two one seeds, can win and even their series up. And oh, by the way, tonight, Boney, we've got the NBA Draft Lottery. This is sadly one of our annual events we can mark down on our calendar. Save the date as Hornets fans. Do we try not to laugh? Do we actually get lucky tonight? Try not to laugh, Boney. Here's a reaction to the previous 14 Hornets Draft Lotteries. <laughs> that almost went horribly wrong. <laughs> no, it does oh, go horribly wrong. We got a 6% chance at a number one pick. Why are you laughing out there in your car? I see you laughing like we're not going to get the number one pick and get lucky this time. We got a 26% chance of getting a top four pick with the Charlotte Hornets. So draft lottery tonight, 830, right before that Laker game. But, uh, man, these playoffs in the bubble have been entertaining, and they are just getting going. And I'm telling you, sometimes I just want to get to halftime. So I can watch these guys go at it. The uh, critically acclaimed Emmy Award winning Inside the NBA crew is amazing. Our next guest is a part of that great crew. He was catching flack last night, Bone, for his shirt. He didn't have that shirt tucked in, was catching some flack. Um, Kenny the Jet Smith joins us here on the Mac Attack in Charlotte, North Carolina. What's up, Kenny? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I uh, We're also going to talk about your Jet Academy, which is a virtual online uh, basketball camp for kids. I know let's get the word out to parents that are listening to us about that, too. My first question to you is, and I know y'all have been debating this thing, you know, the last, you know, couple of nights with the Lakers and Bucks both losing. I mean, is there, are either one, in your opinion, really? I know Charles is breaking the broom out on the Lakers already, but is there, in your opinion, is there one that really is in jeopardy of losing the series, or or not really? I would say that you know, the Lakers in Portland is, is probably more definite present danger. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm not sure if what Orlando did is sustainable. Uh, over you know three more games without Aaron Gordon and things of that nature. I think that um, you know Giannis 
you know, is a different breed as well. But um, so is LeBron, of course. But I, I just think that the, the sustainable, as I would say, income would rely on the Portland Trailblazers because what they do, they're going to be able to do every night, they, which is score the basketball easily. Um, so they have their, their fourth best player is the second best player in the modern era in scoring with Carmelo Anthony. That's their fourth best score right now. We're talking to Kenny the Jet Smith of TNT here on Sports Radio FNZ. Check out JetAcademyCamp.com, which we'll talk about momentarily. Kenny, it's an often used term, but is Jason Tatum of the Celtics right now making that leap to an MVP-level player for years to come? Well, I, yes, I think so. Uh, and and what's interesting, and this is why I said also, you, you, you talked about, you know, the Lakers and uh, being in trouble in Milwaukee, but I would add the Clippers in that as well because we're not looking at the, the when the when the when the season ended in 2020, really the first time, and everyone goes for three months away. That's like coming back again for your next season. You you regroup, you thought about it, you've matured, you know what the league is about better. So now we're looking at what I I said from the start is we're looking at. Luka Donich in his third year. We're looking at Jason Tatum in his next year. Mm-hmm. But we're not looking at them as that last year that was just left. So they have a clear advantage coming back and then playing in the bubble even compounds it because now they don't have to worry about, you know, I have to go on the road now and, and win this game. I have to go in a game in Toronto, game five in Toronto when we're down 3-1. Things like that don't exist. So those players, you know, Luca's an MVP candidate now. You know, he would have been in year three. Uh, Jason Tatum, MVP candidate. He would have been in the next year. In the next. That's what we're seeing right now. Oh, it's a great point. It is a great point. It's fun watching these young guys go, man. The NBA, so many young studs. Kenny Smith is with us. Uh, from the NBA on T, uh, inside the NBA on TNT, we're going to tell you about his Jet Academy virtual basketball camps that you may be interested in for your kids. We're going to do that before we let him go. Hope Shaq's I, not shooting free throws at the Jet Academy camp. Oh, that is cold. <laughs> Man, I'm, just saying, no, I'm just saying. I'm sure Kenny's figured it out. He doesn't have Shaq on there shooting free throws. <laughs> He's learning. He's learning. <laughs> That's, that is, you're fitting in. That's like a shot you would hear on the set, you know? Um, all right, Kenny, you know, I'm still interested here, and I think a lot of us are in Kemba Walker, right, in Charlotte. Like, he is, I think, the greatest Hornet ever, but I wish him the best in Boston, and I like watching him play with those guys. I wish he could have been here with a cast like that, but I like watching him. What are the Celtics' chances of getting to the finals? Like, do they have a chance of winning it all this year? What do you think? Well, I think they have a real chance of, you know, going deep. I'm not sure about winning it all, um, but definitely going deep. Again, you know, they have the, the, the ability to score easy in this league is a, um undervalued asset, meaning – uh, if you don't like the Lakers, they don't score easily. That means the only way you can compete with teams that do score easily, like Portland, is you have to be a great offensive rebounding team, which meaning you have to get more possessions. So, you know, for every time that you get one or two, I need to get four or five yeah. possessions. And, you know, I think with Boston and, and Kemba, he scores easily. He doesn't need help. Jalen Brown, he doesn't need help. You know, 
uh, Jason Tatum doesn't need help. So you look at that three guys that can consistently just make shots for themselves that are great shots. They're not. And, and like the shot, the one thing about those three guys, you know, if you're a defender, sometimes the shots you try to make them take, they're actually looking for. Yeah. That's, that's scary. That is scary. We're talking to Kenny Smith, TNT. Check out JetAcademyCamp.com. Jet, the NBA draft lottery tonight, a guy you know well, Cole Anthony of UNC. Do you think people are sleeping too much right now on Cole as an NBA prospect? Well, we'll we'll see what draft day comes. A lot of times that's a little bit coy. You know, teams yeah. say, you know, don't open their hand up. You know, even going back to when I was drafted, you know, Sacramento Kings drafted me, and I never visited them. Uh, but they said they had that in their plan all the time is to take me at, at, at the sixth pick in the draft. So uh, I'm not sure. I, I know Cole is one one heck of a player. Uh, I think his injury really inhibited him, you know, from being the Cole Anthony he could have been for, you know, North Carolina. Uh, you know, when, when you come back and you miss 10 games and everyone else is practicing for three, four weeks, they're getting a rhythm and they're playing against you know top-notch competition in the ACC. I think they have a clear advantage on um, no matter how good a player you are. And um, I think if he would have played consistently the whole year, we would have seen a, a different outcome even for the Tar Heels. But um, he he will be, I believe, a top ten pick. Kenny, I want to ask you about the Hornets while we have you here. Um, Obviously, Ken believes, and it's, you know, it's, it's okay, let's kind of build this thing back up. Like, how should we feel about where the Hornets are right now, in your opinion? Well, this draft is in, in the um, free agency is always going to be big. Um, I think that when you're rebuilding, making the correct moves is, is very important. You know, understanding what your needs are, but, but what are the potential outcomes of, of people? That's a that's a difficult uh, scenario to be in because you know everyone says, "Oh man, you know they didn't that this team didn't draft this guy." This, we we know like thirteen to twelve people passed up on Kobe Bryant. You know, like to make that correct choice and and project is a difficult one um, at best. And so, you know, to be in a rebuilding stage is always a difficult. Uh, process to be part of. Kenny, we're talking to Kenny the Jet Smith, uh, TNT. Kenny, explain Jet, the Jet Academy, what it's all about and how people can get involved that are listening right now. Well, you know, through the pandemic and, you know, obviously through social distancing and a lot of kids are now doing homeschool, you know, we we continue to Jet Academy throughout the summer and throughout the whole year now. And so, you know, obviously we have great players like, you know, Victor Depot, Trey Young, uh, and our and your own I still call him your own Kemba Walker. Yeah. Uh Brianna Stewart and and uh and Brittany Griner and myself. We become your personal trainer for one and a half hours, an hour and a half a day. Um and and that's it. You go on, it's a live session. Uh you can go on, get it on any device, anywhere. You know, all you need is Wi Fi and or cell service. And you can join in. You ask questions, upload videos, and you become a member. It's a membership only feel. You become a member in the academy. Next next thing's coming up. I got some really good ones as well. 
uh, while some of the guys are in the bubble still. We have, uh, you know, how to get a scholarship, you know, for a certain, you know, people think that it's just being a great player. But it really starts in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Things you have to do academically, um, mentally-wise. And then parents in high school, what do you really need to do if your kid is like, they think, oh, just put them on an AAU team. That's not the answer how you get a scholarship. Uh, I got another section that you guys might want. I, I want to dunk. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to Yeah, that's us, Kenny. You guys, I, I want to dunk. And it's really about, you know, teaching about explosion and, and, and quickness and speed and the drills that you do. And then I also have another session where I have the trainers who train the greatest players. So not only will I have Kemba on, I have guys who train Kemba, who train James Harden, who train, uh, you know, Kevin Durant. And then they come on and show you the drills that they've done. And uh, it's just a, a, a process down that you can't miss because of pandemic or social distancing. I said, why should you not get better because of that? And this is the opportunity to get better as an individual parent. Looking for something to do for your kids. Kids are looking for something to do. You got, this is it, jetacademycamp.com. Again, jetacademycamp.com. Com. It's elevator. Is elevator. Out, elevator. Ernie going to be in the dunk. Uh, the dunk uh, session. <laughs> elevator. Ernie needs to be in it. He, he had trouble ducking on a on a on a on a rim that you put on like a coat hanger. On <laughs> Kenny, thanks so much but for coming. With that, he still jumps higher than all of us. <laughs> Thank, I know he's got Charles beat. I know no, that. No um, doubt. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. We appreciate it. JetAcademyCamp.com, parents. This is this sounds awesome for your kids. There you go, Kenny Smith here on the Mac Attack on FNZ Hornets Draft Lottery tonight, kiddies. Eight thirty. When we come back, a prominent sportscaster drops a slur last night during a game. We talk about the fall from that up next with Mac and Bone on Sports Radio FNZ. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize. That was part of an apology by Tom Brenneman. 33 years, a voice in Major League Baseball. Voice of the Reds last night. Uh, he's apologizing for using a gay slur on the air during a broadcast. Mac and Bone, Sports Radio FNZ. This comes on the heels of what we were talking about yesterday with John Folkey here locally, and I know he's in limbo with the suspension for him using the N-word on Twitter. He says, hey, it was a typo. I typed two letters wrong, and um, that's what I got. And, I, and he wants a chance to basically apologize to the players and speak to the players and ask for forgiveness. Tom Brenneman yesterday, Bone, it was really odd. It was the seventh inning of a first game of a doubleheader, Reds-Royals. He's the longtime voice of the Reds. He's also an NFL and baseball guy on Fox, Big Fox Network as well, which is in jeopardy here. He's been suspended by the Reds. And Boney, in the seventh inning, he uses a racial slur. He is describing a city, but he does. He thinks he's still on commercial break. But They're they about came, to come back. He's got the headset on, and he's, he's just talking to whoever... I, broadcast partner or whoever and that she's talking he's having a conversation with somebody whoever about, it is. and he's talking about a city and he doesn't know that they've come back on the air and he says it is the bleep capital of the world and he uses the slur you know f word three letters yep and he used that gay slur 
And by the time word gets out, I'm sure, through social media, oh, no, they're passing this around. And by the time we get to the fifth inning of game two of the doubleheader, that's where you heard the apology. And in a very 2020 moment, there's a home run while he's trying to have this heartfelt apology, which only in 2020, something that's goofy happened. So anyway, he apologizes, leaves the air right after he made that statement, and, and they replace him live on the air in the middle of a game. He's been suspended indefinitely, and now we're sitting here looking at this as a society and having a conversation. Does he deserve to lose his job over that? I know a lot of people on Twitter were comparing it to John Folkey yesterday as well. Well, how is this worse than that? Like, what are your feelings about this bone? Um, I mean, that, to me, that word's, that word's right up there with any other yep. slur. We got to treat it like the terrible slur it is, man. There's no can, doubt about it. Can can Fokey, John Fokey of the Hornets get his job back? I don't know. It's a terrible mistake. I don't think John Fokey meant to do that. I think it is what he said. I don't think he's going to sit around back in August, uh, watching an NBA playoff game in August, and, and, and just commit career suicide by using that word. It's his dream job. I truly believe that John Fokey didn't mean that. As far as Tom Bredman goes, that was in the flow of conversation. That was too easily said. That was like that was in his lexicon. That's something he said before, and that that's what's that's what's the the troubling part about that. I don't think Foki would use that word. I, I don't know if I mean I can't, look. I just trying to judge the situation, knowing Foki, but I'm also removed from it, just judging from afar. I don't think Foki in his heart would use that word. Tom Bredman last night. That was in the flow of conversation during a broadcast. He's doing a baseball game and that word comes to mind. Like you have all these things going on. You're in a, you're, you've all these baseball things and all these people talking to you. And you say that in front of the, the production truck and your broadcast partners. That means you've used that word before. That's in your lexicon. Oh, yeah. It was casual conversation, wasn't yep. it? They're talking about a city and that's how he describes it. The bleep capital of the world. And he happens to be on the air. I like, here's the way I would put it. I, I think it's unfair. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand why Foki and Brenneman are being compared. It's local reference for us. What happened to John Foki? Yep. But but to me, they're not in the same league as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they're in the same neighborhood. All right, let me say this. They're not on the same street. They're at least they're in the same neighborhood. I will put it that way. For example, I will feel, and it's not just because I've met him a few times and he does seem like a good guy. People that know him better than me say he's a good guy. But I will feel bad for John Foki if he loses his job. I will understand it, though, because I do think there's an element of, okay, we want to believe his story, but is every player that he has to interview and converse with and share a flight with and every employee at a very diverse Hornets organization that does a lot of work around the city for diversity and, yep. and, and you know, minority groups that can need help, like, do they want him? How do their sponsors view it? Do they want him right. as a spokesman for Like, I understand if they'd say, we think you made a mistake with the type. We think it was a typo. We can't have you anymore in this job. For, for, for uh, Brenneman, Tom Brenneman, he's got to lose his job. Like, I have no sympathy for him if he loses his job over that. You outed yourself. And I hate that apology when he says, so many people do this. That's not me. Uh, that's, I'm not that person. You are. Because, like, six innings of baseball ago, you were that exact person. Exactly. You said it. When you thought no one could hear you, Right. And that is when we're our true selves, right? When we don't think we're on air, like you and I, Bone, we're not saying we're not our true selves on the air, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's anything my we're trying name, to my, hide. My real name is Theodore Bonzarelli. <laughs> if there's anything an announcer's going to hide, it's going to be on the air. What do we do off the mic and off camera? And he allowed you to see the way he talks 
off mic and off camera. And I, I wouldn't, I don't feel one bit bad for him if Fox Network, who he's been with for 27 years, and if the Reds, you know, say you've got to go for John Folky, and some of y'all may disagree. But I think you and I are on the same page, Bone. For John Folkey, I would feel genuinely bad for him. Yeah. I would, but I would understand. Can we hear the apology perhaps one more time from Tom Brenneman last night? We're talking about Tom Brenneman using a homophobic slur during a Reds game last night. Here's the apology. It almost plays off like an SNL skit, Mac, when he calls a home run during the apology. Let's take a listen more time, bro. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> right, that's good. So that's good. nothing. You guys see what I'm saying? He's doing the apology. He's a man of faith. Which, by the way, I don't. I have faith too. I have faith. You're probably not getting your job back, Tom Brenneman. But he's a man. He hides <laughs> behind the faith thing. There. What does then, that have to do with calls, what you said? You said it, man. I, know, I don't care calls, how many times you're at church. He, I, like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. He calls a home run in the middle of it. So matter. There's a home run. And also, the ball landed in the uh, judgment-free zone which is the Planet Fitness sign out there. The ball landed in the judgment-free zone. I'm telling zone. you, only in 2020 is a guy apologizing for using a slur. Home runs hit in the middle of his apology. He's got to call the home run like he would call a foul ball. Well, there's a home run, but I'm trying to save my career right now. And then, Boney, it lands in the judgment-free zone. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That is a 2020 freaking weird moment, man. It's like an SNL skit. Guy trying a heartfelt apology. They just hit a home run there. I think went 522 feet, but I can't tell you I'm trying to save my career. I don't really care about that right and, now. And for my, That's what he was thinking. For my limited game-calling experience, I'm not Tom Brenneman. I haven't done App State in Michigan in all the big baseball games. I've done like 100 high school football games. That's my that's my game experience. It's 100 as an analyst over the last 10 years, high school football games. I wouldn't use the word anyway, but I can't see myself, Preby, sitting there next to you when we're coming back for commercial break. Why, why would that word be right there on your mind. Why would that conversation be happening when you're all this stuff in front of you? You're broadcasting a game. Hey, we coming back. Hey, how much time we have? Hey, uh, what are the scores of the other game? Blah, blah, blah. Like, why is that? First of all, why is that conversation happening? And why is that word so easily said by Tom Brenneman? Because it's because he says it a lot. I think it has to be because he said it before. He's comfortable saying that word. Mac and Bone with you, Sports Radio FNZ, talking about Tom Brenneman. I mean, this, he is, first of all, his dad, Marty is a Hall of Famer as a broadcaster, legendary voice of the Reds. He's been, Tom Brennan's been a major league voice for 33 years and national voice on Fox for 27 years. So this is a big deal. This isn't some sparky. You know what I mean? Yep. This isn't, you know, hell, this isn't one of us screwing up, which would, you know, be news. But this, this is major news. This is a major figure in broadcasting making this mistake. Now, as far as John Fokey goes, I'm trying to gauge what the audience is saying here, Bone. You know what I mean? In, in terms of feedback. And a lot of people keep coming back to the same thing. The, there's, they, they think it's an autocorrect thing with Fokey. Oh, the only way it's going to autocorrect to that is if you use that word on the regular, right? You type that N-word out. Right. Fokey's explanation for it. I think it is believable. Some of you are scoffing at it. I personally think it's believable. Fokey says he's typing out the word nuggets, right? He's typing about the Jazz Nuggets game. He says he's typing real fast. Just get it over with. Get back to watching the game. He says he types N out. When he goes to type U out, he hits the I button. That's right next to the U. But he's not really paying attention. He's not looking. He's just typing. He hits G-G-E, and then when he's trying to hit the uh, T button, he hits the R button, which is right next to the T. Then he hits S. He finishes the tweet, doesn't even look to correct and see it. Um, I mean, listen, unfortunately in this world, and I believe that some of y'all might not believe the story and everybody can think what they want. Well, walk it back. Why would a guy that just got his dream job be sitting there saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to type this word out. 
and just end my career. Not just end his career in one city, but just ever. Like the guy's dream is to call NBA basketball games, and he's doing that. You think he's just sitting there going, hey, you know what? I'm going to fire up a slur here and just end it all. Why? I, I just can't see. I just can't, I can't see. believe that either. I think some people, though, think they're trying to say, well, he uses that word. He texts that word and it popped in an autocorrect. His story to me as somebody bone, you see me. How many typos do I do on Twitter? Don't oh, look terrible. at them. It's, it's horrible. It's terrifying. But you know what? My wife freaking sat me down and said, hey, about this story with John Fogey, how about you proofread your stuff, you idiot? Because it's seriously She's like Bobby Knight. And yeah, I mean, she I'm telling y'all, I'm hopeless if it isn't for her. And y'all probably know that <laughs> listening to the show. Right. But she like, you know, said and she's right. And, and for anybody that has a job where what you say on social media could lost you your job. And by the way, that almost applies to all of us now. Right. I've seen people yeah. that aren't even in a public job lose their job over Stuff that becomes racial on social media. So we all should proofread Heck, is the moral of the story. Not long I ago, guess. it's not it's not a it's not a sword thing. Not long ago, I said I, I need I need sheep so bad. I meant sleep. <laughs> I typed in sheep. I need sheep. God, that was a good and one. People started going off on me about sheep, and I meant no, I meant sleep. So things can happen on that. I, I remember the time I tried to say something uh somebody kicks ass. But I put in there an L instead of a K. Yeah, that was a problem. That was a bad one. That was a problem. So like, actually, it was Sam Howell. You can see, is that what it was? Sam Howell. I had to take that one down quick, y'all. But like, you can see how if you're just trying to like, especially if you're sending out a lot of tweets like Panther games. Like, what am I doing during a Panther game, Bone? I'm tweeting out my reaction to like every other play, right? Yep. And so like, I'm trying to do it quick and get back and watch the next play. We all got to watch ourselves when we try to fire off a quick tweet. That's what I believe happened. And if the Hornets say, I just can't let you represent us, I, I can't blame them for it. Tom Brenneman, I don't see how they have a choice but to get rid of them. Up next, it's the wrap-up. We read the tweets of the day, the texts of the day. We talked to Pam and Kyle Bailey. Pam's very passionate right now about the Tom Brenneman situation. We talked to her next with Mac Ambone on Sports Radio FNZ. and bone with you with huge Panthers injury practice jersey news information man this is big from the reporters covering Panthers practice right now and I think multiple ones have reported this it's why I was out yesterday I was on assignment I was out researching why this happened I was listening to Mac and worked up about it apparently the, the players wearing the red jerseys today they're just red jerseys at Panther practice no numbers on the jersey no number one on the red jersey See, they no, realize. no number at all but Joe Person saying he heard that it wasn't a cam related thing the other day well, yeah I listen if you listen to what I said on the air my my problem with it and clearly they've acknowledged that the optics weren't good and they've rectified it, right? Yes. That's all I was saying yesterday is the optics aren't good. I don't believe that Matt Rule is hung up on Cam Newton. I honestly don't think Matt Rule gives a darn about Cam Newton. Because Cam Newton will do nothing for Matt Rule in his career. Matt Rule's career hinges on the guys on the team. It does not – Cam Newton has no impact on it. But what I thought, though, Bone, is they should have had the foresight. Someone in that organization, coach, you're sending guy, you're putting guys that are injured. In red one jerseys, those are the exact jerseys that Cam wore all the time at quarterback, the red one jersey. And it appears you might be mocking Cam because he was always injured. Like, couldn't somebody tell Coach Rule that? 
like ahead of time, they needed us in the media to, and people on Twitter to, to notify them of that. I think what Matt Rule's probably thinking right now was, wow, people really look into a lot of things around here. <laughs> wow, they really look into so things you deeply. Th- so you don't agree with me that someone over there should have the foresight think, to avoid this? I, I think Clearly so. Clearly now they're admitting that. I, look, I, I think you're right, though. I don't think Matt Rule cares that much. Matt Rule's trying to get this thing on the right track here. Matt Rule has nothing to do with Cam in the past or the present. I think Matt Rule's trying to move on. It's probably getting annoyed that everything they try to do somehow still involves Cam. Yeah, it's all, if they only could have seen this coming when they uh, when they handed out red one jerseys, that that would remind us of Cam, and then we would think that you're mocking Cam because he was always injured. Like that, That's what I'm saying. It's not that hard for someone over there, boom. To have the foresight to see, oh no, don't! And it's just—it's awful coincidence. You got to laugh at the coincidence. Like Preppy was dying laughing yesterday. The coincidence of this <laughs> is some sort of curb your enthusiasm, Panthers edition. Like, isn't it? Like, it just is. like even if the, no harm was meant, but oh my God, you happen to know. And why can't they be? That's what I said yesterday. Put them in blank red jerseys, or have everybody with their own red jersey with their own number, like he did at Baylor. By the way, that's what he did at Baylor. I, know, I looked that up too when I was out yesterday. All the Baylor guys wore their regular numbers when they were out so there. So goofy. So what? Nick Wilson on Twitter is blaming me for this. Tony? Yes, there's a lot of people I, on there. But, Mac, Mac, you're wanted on Twitter. But right do now, I but. deserve blame or do I deserve credit? Like, yes, you if, deserve blame. like if I no, Mac, Mac made a change. If I did this, I informed them that what they're doing is upsetting a fan base that is already upset. And maybe you could just simply put them in some blank red jersey. I feel like I made a positive contribution. To me, it doesn't Panther really matter. The, it doesn't matter the context. You just deserve blame. Period. <laughs> That's Preby, true. That is true. And we and we and we agree with uh, with the way we treat you. I have a list of Max contributions to the Charlotte sports world. <laughs> Getting the practice jersey number changed <laughs> off from one to, to blank. Am I it's a, on Max's list. Am I, am I a Charlotte sports hero? Everybody, if I did talk them into changing and getting those one jerseys off, red one jerseys out of there. I don't think you I, should give yourself as much credit. I feel like I made the world a better place. Let me hit myself in the back. Oh, I just pulled a muscle. Oh. I think I just literally pulled now, a muscle in my arm. If they move okay, to num- if they move to two on the jersey, that's going to mock Jimmy Carson, and I'm not going to stand for that. <laughs> By the way, speaking of blame in Charlotte sports, uh, this is our uh, wrap-up segment. We're going to check in with our peeps, all right? Pam will check in in her uh, traffic quarantine where she just laid Tom Brenneman out on Twitter. Right? We got to we got to talk about Impressive. her tweet about Tom Brenneman, and we'll check with Kyle Bailey who was just out there looking at the one blank one jerseys. He was out there at practice this morning. But let's start with checking in with our peeps on the text line. Uh, y'all know the number seven zero four five seven zero nine six ten. If y'all want to jump in, somebody earlier was blaming us. Uh, for for other things in the Charlotte sports world, I couldn't imagine that happening. Top five people, WFNZ ran out of town. Oh, stop! Campbell's one, Ron Rivera two, Clifford three, Foxy four, and Peppers five. First of all, Peppers ran himself. That we had nothing Peppers to do. Peppers demanded with it. his way out of town. We gave Peppers the airtime on our show back then to talk about it. We didn't yeah. run Peppers out of town. We didn't. You think Maggie and I ran Cliff out of town? Pep. We love Cliff. I love Cliff. I fought people said he should have still been we here. We hung on to Rivera as long now, as we possibly could. Well, no, could. Rivera I turned on. I, I'm no, not going to lie I'm to saying, you. until the very end, like we were I, Team Rivera forever. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we were, but I'm not going to lie to you. I have a pretty good inkling I was the first one to say fire him on the station. So, no, we're But gonna, it was time. We're going to take I, Cliff off the list, put the practice red jerseys on there. I we, think, ran those <laughs> we ran those out of town, those red one jerseys. Kemba, I wanted, I just, it was a business decision. I didn't think Kemba stunk. 
I just thought it was best for both parties. We did. We and, did. and we should. And you know what? We were right. Because if they would have traded Kemba when we screamed trade Kemba, they would have got more than Terry Rozier for him in a sign and trade. We didn't make the low ball offer to Kemba. We weren't part of the talks. That's true. Now, Foxy. Now, that, if we were, it's a problem. Foxy, that was time to go. Foxy was counting down the minutes till his contract ran out. He was like a captive at the end of it. It's like he was a prisoner bone by the end of his last we season didn't here. Run Fox out of town. He had a guy that was babysitting playing quarterback. He wanted to be fired. He was like George Costanza trying to get fired on purpose <laughs> and it didn't even work all right anyway let's read some more of these texts and tweets and see what we have this texter says bone has a bet has better odds of getting married this year than the hornets do with a six percent chance of the first pick there is I, let me tell you this i right would now. agree i would i would I, no. i'm so jaded as a hornets no. fan better chance you get married in the next 12 months than at the my hornets current, get the number one at pick. my current pace there's absolutely zero <laughs> chance of getting married <laughs> i can't even get a date i'm like get married unless i can pull off the miracle of miracles and get a date and then marry her right away so i don't lose her there's no chance i'm getting married <laughs> Let me tell you who doesn't belong in the dating world. This guy. <laughs> if it was legal, would you marry Mabel? <laughs> what the heck kind of question is that? I feel like she's the, the one weirdest, for you. He's thinking that of That is one of the weirdest questions I've ever been asked. <laughs> that but is a bit But odd. i got to answer the question. That is I odd. probably would. You probably would. <laughs> uh, this, by the way, if you missed it, we were talking earlier. You know, Lottery tonight. Draft lottery. Here we go, Ken Hornets fans. I'm sorry. I can't help laughing. 26% chance of a top four pick. I would just take that. 6% chance of the number one pick. Got another text that says, Mac has a better chance of his wife letting him grill a steak tonight than the Hornets getting the number one wow. pick tonight. Now, now, now we're talking crazy this year. <laughs> um, uh, oh, speaking of Mabel, a texter wants to know, how do the Carolina Hurricanes know Bones Dog Mabel? They tweeted about her yesterday. I don't know. Okay, things happen a lot with her that I don't know how she meets people. I don't know where she's been in the past. I don't know how the Carolina Hurricanes know Mabel. All right, they tweeted at her yesterday though, during the game. Hey, Mac, if the Hornets get like the fifth pick or something tonight, how many players do you think they'll pass that'll be future All-Stars? You know how many <laughs> well, I think? That means six, seven, and eight are going to be ballers, man. That's all that means. Unlimited. Um, oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. How about this one, Boney? Someone wants to know if I can do a Marty Brenneman or Tom Brenneman style apology to all the teams I've cursed over the years, and they want me to start with the 2020 Canes. <laughs> I, I guess I did. I curse the Canes. Can I point something out? I here? mean, I don't know why I picked them to win the series, but I did. I don't know. Was Preppy, that the curse? The first team back locally. I know the Braves are Braves lost some players too here, but the Hurricanes were the first local team back in our state, and Matt cursed them already. One team back, one curse on. <laughs> one for one post pandemic with Matt. And, and also, Matt's also on the Braves bandwagon. Their ace blows his Achilles out. Uh, that is true. That is sad. But Acuna true. goes down. Albies goes Albies, down. Yeah. How about Do the that? Braves fans want Still you? in first place, though, baby. Still that's in first thing. place, the Bravos. Do the Braves fans want you on there? That needs to be discussed. I thought that's been established. Uh, they don't. <laughs> but I thought it's also been established. I don't care. All right. I'm rooting for the team of local interest. Okay. <laughs> Plus, my Orioles are starting to really Oriole right now. I, I may need to go back to the Braves. Um, the Yankees are starting to Yankee. Well, uh, how I guess about that this? doesn't make any sense because usually they win, but they're losing. This guy says, Preppy, modus operandi is two words, you idiot. Yeah, I said modus operandi, and Preppy said big word. It's actually two words. I said big words, so uh, that guy obviously can't hear. Matt, can you spell that? Um, yes, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> is that what M O is that what M O stands for? M O. Yeah, I think it does. Right. Oh, like that's my M O. Because it means the same thing. It is your mo method of operation. Your wow, right? Motive of operation, or okay. isn't that what it means? 
I didn't know. Okay, now I get so MO is modus operandi. They mean the same thing. Your MO, your modus operandi it's are the same the, thing. It's got to be the I same thing. I never realized that MO was modus operandi. No, I didn't either. Is that true, or did we just make that up right now? It's got to be true. I don't know. I'll look it up. We can ask Pammy, by the way. We bring in Paley. Uh, Paley. <laughs> Bailey is next uh, as we hand the show off to him. But uh, we bring in Pam first as we continue the wrap-up, checking in with our peeps. Pammy doing traffic duty again. Pam, what's going on? Um, did you just call me Paley? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys are you guys are dating now. That sounded mean, didn't I? I called you Paley. <laughs> I combined you and 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 Bailey, and that wasn't right. Pam, does does M O stand for modus operandi? Um, no. Okay. What's M O stand for then? Oh, no, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. I got it right here. Does, yeah. It Bonus does stand. operandi, shorten M up. We okay, got it. We all right, it. we figured that out live on the air. Okay. Mac and Bone learn things. It's homeschooling with Mac and Bone. I've never heard that before. <laughs> it's Mac and Bone virtual learning live on the air, perhaps, as the light bulb <laughs> oh, goes Lord. on for us after no. all these years. Probably didn't know it was Mo. He thought it was Mo. That's his Mo. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was one of the Three Stooges. Preppy's <laughs> been bragging about his Mo lately, what his Mo is. I didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, Pam, we were just giving you love earlier on the air. Excuse me? The situation with Tom Brenneman, and he is by the way, a legendary voice, 33-year Major League Baseball voice, 27 years at a network at Fox, NFL, and, and baseball. And he drops the gay slur yesterday, you know, uh, the F-word, three-letter F-word on the air. And he apologized. We played his apology, and you ripped him on the air. And what you said is 100% spot on. You must put it into words for our audience. Because Why did you tee off on him? It's, it's not even so much him. You know what annoys me is I lose even more respect for people who try to save face. Like, you said what you said. Listen, and it, I'm, not, I'm not condoning what he said or anything like that. Listen, every trash can has its lid, but you you feel that way. Don't try to say that you don't feel that way, and then try to get other people to stand up for you. Like, listen, it's not a mistake. You Whether you believe it or not, you know, like, hot mic is a hot mic, and, and somebody in that booth was listening to his rant, and he, he may not have known his mic was on, but I truly believe somebody else did. Um, he offended more than just one person. But listen, own up to what, to what you said. You know, apologize because you have to. Apologize because you work for a company and you're supposed to be professional. So, yeah, apologize to Fox. He apologized to the people that sign his checks. That's yeah. what matters to him. Can I, can I point exactly. out that it, he got it, caught. a lot of us yeah, heard it? He's sad of about getting caught. Is he really right. sad that he said that word? How many times has he said that no, word? He feels that way. He yeah. 100% feels that way. Even yeah. if that's even that's if it, even if he just said that to his coworkers in the truck and the people that are putting on the broadcast, you still said that offensive word to people around you that you work with. Yeah. I and mean, it got out to a lot of people, but like you, you, you said that, well, what did you, you didn't just say it to yourself. Like people are yeah. talking to you. So who are you talking to when you said that? Exactly. Right. And I 100% believe that maybe somebody in that booth turned his mic on. Maybe he offended somebody and he turned Ooh. his mic on. Yeah. That's I don't a know. Listen, you've ever been in one. I know you guys have been in those booths before. You're not in there alone. And he's not going to turn on his mic in the middle of a rant. Yeah. That's why you that always. That is real interesting, Pam. Like, trust, what did he say before that? And did right. somebody have a reason to yeah, turn his mic on? It's a hell of a point. Always trust Pam's him. all over it always today. Always trust your button pusher. We have preppy. But Can we get Pam out of here? She's, making, she's sounding too good today. She doesn't Pam, sound this good. Pam's killing it, man. If our new boss, Terry Fox, just heard that breakdown of the Tom Brenneman situation, it may be, you know, uh, Bone and Pam tomorrow or Mac and Pam tomorrow. I don't Sports know. Radio PAM. By the way, some people are saying, MO stands for main objective. But probably Wik does. Wikipedia probably says it's modus operandi. Has Wikipedia ever been wrong? Bailey looks like he's uh. got that football look in his eye. Like he's been at practice today. Now I'm furious with Matt Rule. <laughs> oh, 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 no. That 
That's a tease right there. I'll talk to you in a minute. I'm I'm furious with Matt Rule. Bailey opens a show. He's furious with Matt Rule. And you're going to hear about it next. There's no way you're touching that dial. By the way, we'll talk to you tomorrow, y'all. Have a good one.